Welcome back to Modern Day Disciples, aka MDD, the podcast where we hear real stories from modern day disciples. What's up, dude? It's our last episode and I'm gonna cry. It is our last episode, <laughs> episode 12. Dude. Also, I apologize. I'm gonna apologize right off the bat. For what? For sounding like Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> The raspy voice. The raspy voice. My voice is a little deeper. It's already a little deeper to begin with, but like I've been just, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. But it's our last episode. It is our last episode, guys. This is ever. <laughs> someone's, like, someone's like crying right now. No. Um, no, this is our last episode for this season um, and for the last episode of 2019 officially. You guys, we're like a Netflix series. We have seasons. <laughs> Next, yeah, ne- that's so weird to think. Next season, season two, episode one. Ooh. We're gonna have to start saying that. Season two. And we're back with season two, episode one of Modern Day Disciple. Wow. Also, we'll be back in the new year. Yeah. We'll be back in the next decade. You guys, see you in the next decade. 2020. We're in the roaring 20s again. Oh, that's strange. Isn't that weird. 20. See, I mean, I think we've said this on the podcast 2020 never seemed real. Yeah, no, it didn't. It was like that made up year. I think we said that. So this episode is a little different this week. Um, we do not have a guest and we're going to kind of do a little bit of a Q&A, do a little bit of a update on where Kevin and I are at in our faith journeys. Yeah, so a little different structure, but we will have fun with it. I'm excited. Really yeah, I'm so excited to close it off for this season. And We started it together and we're ending it together. together. Oh. Have you listened to the first episode? I haven't recently. I, I haven't did. listened to it since we posted it. Oh, really? Yeah. I I think I, I listened can't. to I it uh, maybe around episode five or something. I went back and listened to the first one and I was like, whoa, we've improved so much. Like, I'm going to tell you guys right now, don't go listen to it again. You're going to be like, <laughs> dang, like, they suck. You could tell they didn't know what they were really We were doing. winging it. Not saying that we know what we're doing now. but <laughs> <laughs> We were winging it from the start. Um, and now I think we're a little more comfortable. Yeah, we kind of just... It was weird because we like got into the habits of like saying certain things and the structuring of things that it just came so naturally. But yeah, yeah. now we have our little isms. <laughs> uh, so, so let's get into some highlights of this past week. Yeah. So Anna, would you want to kick us off? Yeah, dude. Wait, okay. can I ask? Yeah. First of all, how did you lose your voice? Okay. So some of you know who, if you follow me on, I think Snapchat, I don't know if I ever posted on Instagram about it. Um, I completely lost my voice this past week. And it's actually kind of a highlight. Is um, it really? Was that your highlight? That I mean, it, it was a low light. But as I was talking to a good friend about this past week, um, I saw God in that so much. Mm. So what ended up happening Friday night, some friends and I, we were having a good time. We stayed up pretty late playing some games. And um, it was with uh, the Faith Formation Conference. Oh, nice. Um, we were hanging out downtown. Kev was there. Oh, last week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good so, time. I mean, I could feel my voice kind of going in and out that night. And I was like, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up Saturday morning, guys. Literally, I couldn't even whisper. Like some of you who saw me at Coram Deo were like, you're, like could hear me whisper. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even a whisper on Saturday. It was like. I couldn't. Wi- like it was literally like I would try to say something and like no sound would come out. What? And like. I had a lost voice, guys, for four days where it was nothing. Like, did you strain your voice? Like, I wh- have no idea. I like interesting. My throat was like kind of sore Friday morning, and I was like, maybe I'm getting sick. Mm-hmm. But then there was no other like sick symptoms beyond losing my voice. Like, yeah. it was just my voice was gone, 
and I, you guys, oh, I mean, I have a podcast with Kev, so like, you know, I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. And like at Quorum Deo, I, I went after our um, youth ministry, mm-hmm. got to see some folks. By the way, wonderful event. If yeah, you were there, we'll it popped off. <laughs> that was such a great event. I think that might be Kev's highlight. It's one of my highlights, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I like, people were roasting me. They're like, I won't name names. You know who you are. But there were some friends or so-called friends who were like, you know what? It's kind of nice that Anna doesn't have a voice. We can finally get a word in. And I was like, oh, what? And I couldn't even say anything because I lost my voice. <laughs> You're just giving them that glare. I like the like, Jenny glare. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I was like, I can't believe they said that. I mean, like, I know they're joking, but like, I'm a little hurt. True colors coming hurt. out. <laughs> Like, Anna's not speaking. I was like, why are you guys celebrating this? They're like, oh, we can take over the podcast. Oh my gosh. I got so many offers. They're like, hey, yo, if you need a, if you need someone to take your spot. And I was like, um, what? <laughs> I'm going to be replaced like that? <laughs> um, No, but it, in all honesty, like it was a little bit tough. Uh, Four days mm. without a voice. I did all of you. I was at church for youth ministry literally like 12 hours on sunday mm. and i functioned all i got like this voice app on my phone <laughs> i did i led opening prayer through the app through the app i'll just play a snippet of it right now you just you typed in your prayer and you yeah. just had it read it i mean like low-key i was stephen hawking for a minute should that be our opening prayer for this last <laughs> podcast <laughs> opening prayer um on his lost oh, voice <laughs> so this is how the prayer sounded in the name of the father the Son, the Holy Spirit. Dear God, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for this community. We thank you for the food you have blessed us with and the hands that prepared it. In your name, we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I love it. I love that. Hey, who says you need a voice to pray? <laughs> Next thing you know, like the priest is doing the whole math. Yeah, he just types it out and just like puts it next to the mic. <laughs> oh, um... But no, I was talking to a friend about it. And then in the silence, I was like, all jokes aside, I do like to talk a lot. And I'm yeah. very extroverted. And in conversations with people, it's very easy for me to, not intentionally, but like to dominate the conversation. Mm-hmm. Just because like I'm thinking a million miles an hour and somehow I think that you want to hear what I say <laughs> um, or what I think. And being forced into silence, I think I was better able to respond to my teens. I was better able to see like where they're at Mm -hmm. because I couldn't like if they're talking to me about something, I would have to just listen. Listen. Yeah. I couldn't respond immediately. I couldn't like tell them my opinion about it and tell them like ask them questions. So they were forced to just like just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And so that happened throughout the week. Those like four days where I had like zero voice at all, where I would have conversations with people but I was listening. It was less of a conversation back and forth and more of a, a call for me to be present with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was hard. Like, don't get me wrong. It was very difficult. But I think I was able to love better because of it. Wow. And I was going to ask, did you, did, do you think God, like, it, through that, teach you anything about? Yeah. I mean, I think it was, it was, it was one of those moments where it was forceful in the sense of like god was like this is not something that like maybe you want to learn right now mm-hmm. but you're gonna learn it and it was kind of like i felt i mean because i was without a choice silent without a choice having to listen more 
I couldn't immediately vocalize. Like, there were times where it was frustrating where I was, like, frustrated, like, especially, like, rules for a game for, like, youth ministry and, like, someone else is explaining it. And am, am I, I do this thing and it's a you're, terrible you're thing. Like, you're not explaining it right. You're not explaining it right. I could do it better. Yeah. And, like, this is my internal dialogue. And I'm, like, and then I stop for a second. I'm, like, what am I doing? Mm. Like, that's not positive. And, like, it also forced me to rely on others and to ask for help. And I'm the kind of person who doesn't like asking for help, <laughs> who wants to do it on her own because she thinks she knows best. Like, man, you guys are just getting to know my flaws. But it was a struggle. But God was, like, I felt God speaking to me. and like, no, mm. let others take over. No, just be. Because wow. we're always, we're, again, we're always focused on doing or trying to be the most, do the most, and say the most. We're never just present. We're never just existing. And sometimes he just calls us to be present and to exist. Um, and so he worked miracles through that. I mean, not that's not an exaggeration. Like, it taught me so much. Mm. There, was, there was a time I was like, I forgot what my voice sounded like. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, can I, I am I going to be mute forever? <laughs> um but i am back and not a hundred percent my voice your ginger shots are working yes oh my god you guys i had tea like hot tea with honey for the like the first time in my life mm. like i just don't do that and i was like taking ginger shots i was gargling apple cider vinegar yeah um i was doing the all the most, remedies yeah, yeah just to try to get my voice back for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> like you don't realize your voice is important until you have a podcast <laughs> well, you sound great <laughs> Um, thanks, Kev. Of course. Um, okay, enough about me. I obviously can talk a lot. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great to hear you talk. Um, what has been a highlight for you this past week? Um, a highlight for me, well, first of all, it's awesome to hear that, like, God, I feel like the, it was a test, but you turned it into a testimony. <laughs> and just, like, hearing how, what you've learned through it. Like, because some people, can, they can take that and just see no, like, have no voice and be like, just, just be upset about yeah, it just be, yeah but you really took that time to really listen and and say what and take a step back and be like what what can i get out of this you know like god god's an, an intentional god and mm. so i don't have my voice for some reason i don't know what that is but um that's it, awesome and it took i mean it took a few days to realize what that reason was yeah it was an instant yeah no, it was instantaneous it was very much like i was mad at first and i was frustrated and like Again, it was frustrating me the most, and like this is such like a pride and ego thing. Mm -hmm. Was that when people would roast me or when people would try you, arguing with me? No comeback. I couldn't argue back. Yeah, <laughs> like especially my close friends, like they would like basically like be roasting me or saying things that they knew they knew were gonna like upset me, and I just like could do nothing than just like take it. It was, dude, it was humbling. Like, um, I got humbled hard. <laughs> like, Jesus was like, are you going to be humbled Humble today? today. <laughs> um, no, it was it was good. God God is so good. Awesome. Yes, amen. Yes, so, is. your highlight. So, I have a few highlights for this week. Um, first, the, the first one we talked about a little bit before, but Coram Deo, man. So, so freaking lit. That was so much fun. I think that, that team and um, the diocese, Jenny Rose, like, they did such a great job with that event and um they pr it was weird because they predicted um, robbie we can't go through this podcast without mentioning robbie <laughs> um he he proclaimed it early on in our planning he's like kev 200 people are gonna come Ooh. 200 people are gonna come 
I didn't and know I'm you like, said that. Whoa. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, like do you, okay, I'm like, do Robbie. you see those old events in our diocese? Like, maybe, like, a handful of, like, people. Like, come, tops like, 40. Yeah, tops, tops 40, maybe 50 if it's, like, really good. Uh, 200 people came, I would say. Like, the pews were filled up at the cathedral. There was literally like, hundreds, guys. There was. And some came out from the streets or that were going um, to Christmas in the park. And some heard about it through social media. But just seeing... Just real quickly, yeah. What's um, I one of my students, my former students, I saw her quorum Dale, and she goes to Berkeley. She oh. ran up to me, and I was like, "What are you doing here?" Like silently, I was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was like, "I heard it on the podcast." So we got a group of people together, and we drove down from Berkeley, like their Newman Center. No way. They came down from Berkeley for quorum Dale. Who's your friend? Um, my friend Twee. Well, former student, now former friend. Student, yeah, Twee. Twee, thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, she brought people with her. Wow, that's awesome. Like, so praise God. Came yeah. Down to Quorum to Deo, to our cathedral. And it was awesome to see the young adults of our diocese just come together with our bishop and, and adore our Lord in adoration. And we had a great praise and worship team led by John Kellett. And yeah, it was it was a night, dude. It was, I mean, I showed up late because I had youth ministry. I was there for adoration for maybe three minutes. Mm. But I could feel, dude, like I could feel the 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 holy spirit in that room yes i walked off the streets and as i was walking in i heard people around me like you could tell they're christmas in the park or something but they're like quorum duo duo and then they just walked dude they walked in they knelt immediately they immediately knelt i don't know if they knew like they had been to um adoration, adoration. before if they knew what was going on yeah. they saw other people and they knelt but something compelled them to walk in there and to kneel that wasn't their plan tonight but Jesus freaking works. That's amazing. Like, I, ah, oh, dude, it's a movement. It is. It really is a movement. It's not just, so yeah, for, for Quorum Deo, it's it's not just that one event. Yeah. Um, so it's a new movement that our, our diocese is putting on for our young adults. So every month, um, there should be, there should be a, a another event of some sorts. And so I know the next one's going to be on the 11th of mm. January. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's. It's amazing to see um, our young, our young adults in this diocese rise up in this way. Oh, definitely. Because it's obvious, and I know Jenny talked about it on her episode, is that there is a hunger for it. Like there is a hunger for Christ. There is a hunger for community. Mm-hmm. And I think this diocese is ridiculously blessed. I think that event showed that as well. Oh, like it brought that to light. That, for that sure. People wanted something like this. Or longed for something like this. It was amazing because it wasn't just young adults. Like we didn't exclude anyone, of course. Our church isn't excluding, um, but there was like nuns, like sisters from mm. from Our Lady of Peace, um, and they were just seeing them get down and clapping at pr- the praise and worship that was going on. It was awesome because when I see them at at mass at Our Lady of Peace, they, I don't they don't usually do that. You know, it's I think it's all mm. um, it's the organ and it's the choir, which is all beautiful. But um, we had drums, we had electric guitar, we had bass. It's a different avenue, it was yes. a different avenue, different different style, and um, it was just awesome seeing all of us come together to worship our Lord in that way. Um, and Bishop did a great job. He did a great homily, um, not homily, like a, well, actually, yeah, it was a homily, a reflection, and um, he processed around the cathedral with mm. the monstrance. What it kind of ties into what we first talked about in the first episode of of MDD. Yeah, with your my with faith your, journey with your faith journey. Yeah. 
little full circle moment. It was crazy. I was like, and so I was up on the, I had the pleasure, the honor of being up on the loft. Um, and I was controlling the spotlight. And so when the bishop moved around, I would just follow him with the light. And it was. How did it feel to spotlight Jesus in that way? It was, it was an honor. It was like complete honor. I was like, wow, like <laughs> Christ is our light. I'm going to be his. You know what oh. I mean? For this one moment, I'm just going to light him up. It was, <laughs> Jesus, um, I got you. Exactly. Um, but it was it was a great, great event. Yo, that's super rad. Um, my other really kind of big highlight is, so there was a competition this week. Oh. Uh, Anna was yeah. there. <laughs> it was a choir competition um, that the, I think the Diocesan Council for Filipino ministry or something mm-hmm. like that i'm getting that name wrong but um every year they hold one prior to simbangabi so um simbangabi is a novena in the filipino culture that leads up to the birth of christ and so the bishop kicked it off with a mass at saint john the baptist and after there was a reception and so every year there's a choir competition and so last year um our young adults from saint francis we competed as well and we won last year and the prize okay. last year was five hundred dollars okay year, what was it this year bro they stepped it up they were like the first place winners is a thousand dollar prize a thousand dollars that's insane it's crazy and so we we practiced and um <laughs> we got yeah we practiced and then we we competed um there are two other groups i believe one was from saint Catharines, one was from saint mary Goretti, and they were dude they were, they were really good i was like wow that's it like we 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 went first and they went after and i was just like whoa that's it like they're so good like all of them are really well well versed well choreographed like they put in so much effort and like work into that yeah they had like gloves with lights on and and these little dances it was so cute it was so fun um and then but we i mean pray thanks be to god we we did win a thousand dollars kev's being really (laughs) humble they killed it guys like Um, they ended up with first place and a thousand dollars yeah that we split up so there's eight of us that that performed so each of us got a cut of like 125 or something like that that's, and that's rad um yeah it was a good time it was a little extra nice little extra thing for like christmas gifts and stuff so yeah super cool but yeah that was my other highlight i felt very honored in being there uh jenny had invited me mm-hmm. she texted me and i because she had invited me be- before and i forgot that it was going on and she was like hey like are you coming to our filipino singing competition and i was like okay sure. like what is it did you have anything planned that night I mean, I had some stuff to do around the house, but nothing like really set in stone. And it was so you're like, sure. Yeah. I'll and go. I was like, yeah, I'll come through. And I like, I'm be honest with you guys. I was like, so my Mexican, but like, I know I look white. So I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna look hella white coming into this all Filipino event. Um, but I will say this. And I, I think I meant to tell Jenny if I didn't, um, is that I've always felt like, I, I don't know if we want to put this in. I don't know if it sounds weird, okay. but I've always felt really connected to Filipinos. Like I had like Filipino friends in high school because I feel like Mexicans and Filipinos are like, I know we're not related, but it feels like we are like culturally. There's just some stuff that like Mexicans also do that Filipinos do. Yeah. Like let's talk about Vicks Vaporub. Uh, like, yeah. And <laughs> our language. Yeah. It's basura in Tagalog is, is trash. trash. Um, in sapato is shoe. And yeah. Tagal- yeah we have we're so do you know what they call them or I, I learned this this past weekend from um ruben from saint john the baptist he goes because ruben is um he, he's the youth minister at saint john the baptist but he's also um hispanic mm. and so he's like oh bro i'm a filiprimo 
Oh, wait. I was like, you're a Filipino? He's like, yeah. I love that. Like, instead of a Filipina, you're a Filipina? <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys, I'm a Filipina. <laughs> wait, that's super cool because right? it's like cousin and Filipino, like together. Like, exactly. Yo. You're just that connected, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I just felt, I, I will say, I felt very welcome, very loved. And. Mm. Jenny like in mass because like I think she could tell I was like I was like oh man should I be here and she was like you were welcome here and like you were loved and like she like, said that to you during mass like yeah she literally that's me I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no it was just like the sweetest thing and I was like dang wow. like that's that's what our church calls us to to welcome one another and to love one another yeah and you um, met my dad there for the first time yes <laughs> my dad came <laughs> And I told my sister this when I picked her up from the airport the other day. And I'm like, yeah, dad met Anna. <laughs> and <laughs> so so he was very excited to meet you. I mean, I th- he listens to the podcast. My voice was still gone. Yeah, your voice was still gone, so you couldn't talk as much. And yeah, I know he listens to the podcast. And I remember, I just remember us walking out of the church. And all I hear is, yeah, your voice is ear candy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I mean, I it was the greatest. That. It was the greatest compliment because in that moment, my voice sounded like it was going in and out, like it was still a whisper. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, my voice is terrible right now. He's like, no, 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 your voice is ear candy. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I was like, oh, cool, thanks, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was the first time that you're meeting. But it was cool because um, different, like RJ, I'm pretty sure he's listening to to um as well he's a listener he listens to the podcast when he met you too he was directing the choir yeah and then he came he's like you're because i've known rj for a few a few years now you're you're the other (laughs) co-host yeah and i was like what (laughs) oh my gosh yeah it was really fun and we were in the parking lot i was moving like my drum set and then this girl came out of nowhere with shay and then she was just like hi i I listen to the podcast." podcast and i'm like and then she started to walk away, and we're like, "No, hi! Like, like, like what's your name? Like, it's come nice back!" To meet you, yeah. <laughs> oh you man, those are so those, funny. Those moments are so great. It is. It's kind of at first it was really off-putting because I'm like, "You listen to my voice," but I, I feel like after 12 episodes, we're like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> after 12 episodes, like, okay, like, thank you for listening. It's I I think, I mean, it's still a struggle, but I think I've gotten better at accepting. No, I haven't. <laughs> I was about to say I got better accepting compliments. I really haven't. Um, I tr- it's, I guess I see God working in that. I will mm. say that. I think the difference is before I'd be like it 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 be a little off putting and like kind of freak me out. Yeah. But now I'm like, yo, that's God working. Like, yeah. yo, look at the Spirit lead. Look how the Spirit's working. Look how the Spirit's reaching people. Yeah. And so it's it gets me a little more excited. Me too. So, Kev, would you like to lead us in prayer? I'd love to lead us in our last prayer of, lo- of the season. Wow. Okay. Let's go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, Son and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and move and kindle, and thus the fire of your love. Lord, send forth your Spirit, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Thank you, Lord, for this past year. Thank you, Lord, for every blessing you've, that you've bestowed upon us up until this point in our life. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of this podcast, but especially, Lord, for the gift of our listeners, the people that support this movement of Modern Day Disciples and getting to know the stories that we've shared throughout these 12 episodes. We ask you, Lord, as we enter this new year to continue to bestow your graces upon us. Bless all of our families, our friends, 
the families and friends of our listeners and give us the grace to continue this in the next year as we enter season two. We love you, Lord, and we can't wait for your coming. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Drop that beat, though. And we're back with episode 12. The season one finale. Who's going to be killed off this episode? (laughs) (laughs) What? Sorry. You know, like a reference to, I don't know. It's a reference to like TV. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like sometimes like they (laughs) the season was something crazy. Oh, you're right. It's a reference. (laughs) Oh, you mean like a cliffhanger? Yeah. Like like just what's going to happen next. It was just a reference to like, you know, TV and movies like in general. My name is Cameron Bernaga. I'm the youth minister at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in San Jose, California. And my name is Ana Fuentes. I'm the youth minister at St. Anthony's Parish in San Jose, California. So one of the things we wanted to talk about on this episode, our series finale, um, is where Kevin and I are at in our own faith journeys currently. Mm-hmm. We were the first ones to share our, our stories in, the, yeah. in episode one, so we thought it'd be a good idea to just catch you guys up on where we're at in our um, own faith lives yeah. um in our own faith journeys and maybe there's a particular moment in our faith journey that we didn't get to touch on that we want to touch on like something yeah. that maybe you didn't think it was pivotal at the time but ended up being very monumental uh later on um so yeah we wanted to kind of catch you up like how we're actually doing i think it's really easy in our world um to get caught up to get caught up, especially during the holidays. Yeah. Especially everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's got to do their own thing that we don't truly check in with one another. Mm. This world is hurting, dude. I think I've felt that this past week where it's easy to be focused on what you got going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And when you ask a friend, like, oh, how are you? Like, do you mean it? Like, when you ask someone, like, how are you? Like, but it's it's hard sometimes. We Especially even when you're, like, trying to, pa- or you're focused on doing something. And yeah, then you see someone that you know, you're like, oh, yeah, how are you? Like, oh, oh good, yeah, how are you? And you just walk away. But it's like, no, like, I, I'm very guilty of that, mm. of doing that, especially with some of our parishioners here, unfortunately. And as I'm walking to do something, I'll, they'll be like, Kevin, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm good, how are you? And I'll just continue walking and just wave as I walk by. But, like, we're called to, like, stop you know yeah. like if you really care how this person is then that's one thing i've been trying to do as well like even in just like shopping at stores or whatever it's like when cashiers or, oh, or yeah. people working stores asking like how are you doing today i'm like good i was like how are you like i try to like like how are you like you to know? actually ask them and it's i oh my gosh it's happened so many times just in this past week where you can see it catches them off guard like oh you are actually asking they really want to know how i am yeah and they're like oh i'm okay yeah and like then they give an honest answer yeah and i don't know those moments are so important so anna how are you Ooh, ooh, wow see literally my response because i know that you actually are asking Mm -hmm. like it makes me truly reflect on how i'm doing and that kind of scares me (laughs) (laughs) um so let's just maybe let's talk about the last few months let's talk about the time kind of throughout this podcast um as as with all i guess as with most people i think we go through hills and valleys Mm. i will be completely transparent that lately it has felt more valley-like than Mm hill-like 
Mm. Um, okay. I don't know. I think to to be just very honest, I think the season like there's memes about it about how ah it's cold. I get sad, and it's like, but like actually, I think As winters. Yeah, winter yeah. has always been a tough season for me. Mm. Um, throughout college, during winter was when I would like. I mean, I can make jokes about it now because I'm like doing a little bit better than I was in college at least. But like winter was when I had my breakdowns, like mm-hmm. to be very real. And I think it's something that I've been reflecting on lately is that it's still a battle. And sometimes now I'm, I, I feel myself overthinking it because I'm thinking about that people are actually going to listen to this. I'm getting in my head. If you guys know me, you know that I get in my head. I'm in my head 99% of the time. <laughs> She really is. I can attest to that. And dude, you guys, Kevin picks up on it. Like we can be somewhere and he's like, he just looks at me. He's like, are you, are you good? And he knows that I'm not like, like you're in your head. Yeah. Cause I like, I shut down. Like when there's some, there are certain moments where I'm like, I just can't. And I yeah. shut down and I'm just gonna be real with you guys. I think as we're talking about this, I have it in my head that I, I want to make it sound nice and I want to make it sound put together. And I, I would love, I would love for you guys to think that I'm put together, that Kevin and Anna, Anna from MDD, Kevin from MDD, yeah. um, that we have our lives together and we got to figure it out and we're these youth ministers and we're cool and like we're in the diocese and like <laughs> all these things. Um, not the case. It's not, guys. Like. Yeah. Not to ruin the facade that maybe we've created or maybe I've just created in my head, but like we're human. Mm-hmm. I am so human. And to be honest, like this podcast has been the light in the darkness mm-hmm. these past few months because despite like me being affirmed in what I do, affirmed in my vocation, affirmed in, in my purpose in youth ministry, there have been very real times, especially the last few weeks where I'm like, can I do this? Like, can I actually do this long term? Yeah. And that's a hard question to rifle with because I've built my entire life around ministry. ministry. And to really question when you like, because you can think about it from a, like a theoretical perspective of like, oh, like this is my vocation and this is what I do and this is my purpose. But when you really get down to it, like, this is my life's purpose. Can I do it? Because it goes beyond just like, oh, well, you have a youth ministry job. You're doing it. It's like. It's not just a job. It's not. Yeah. And so these deep questions will come about where I question my abilities. I question my. Like. uh, What's the word? I question my. My ability and like my skill set, but also Your like adequacy or something like yeah, like that, yeah. am I actually good enough for this? Like, am mm-hmm. I actually what the teens need? Maybe they need someone else. Maybe they don't need me. Maybe this isn't what I was supposed to be doing. Maybe I got it wrong. Maybe and like I don't know if that sounds cliche or weird, but like those questions like hurt when mm-hmm. I really get down to it. Like, it, that's what makes me break down. Where I'm like, I don't no and i get scared and i get doubtful and mm. it it makes me feel like my my world is coming down because this means everything to me yeah but what if it's not enough like what if i'm not enough like i oh i just want to jump in and just because now like this is we're being raw we're being authentic right now and so this is my first time hearing um hearing this and just the the 
I mean, and I, I just want to say that I, I can totally relate. Um, just because as a youth minister, it's not, it's not uncommon to think those things. I mean, I've definitely thought about, I've thought about, you know, this is, I've, I've dedicated my life really to, to service, you know, to service of church, to service of God, to service of love. Um, but at the same time we live in Silicon Valley and, um, it's and all these different hard. factors, yeah. These co- that that come in, thinking about a future, thinking about what you want to do later on, um, because and thinking exactly what you're asking, like, is this sustainable? Is this something that I could I could keep up with? Um, but I think in regards to the thoughts of the the your adequacy, your skillfulness, if if I'm meant to be here, I I I just want to crush those right now, because and you know exactly what I'm going to say, and I just wanted I want to tell you that that's not. Like those thoughts, like, yeah, we'll have those thoughts. But w- once we recognize that these are not the thoughts of of our Lord, you know, these aren't the thoughts of love. These aren't the thoughts of God. Um, and saying that, you know, may, and questioning even, are are we meant to be here? Are we meant to be, maybe I got it wrong. Maybe maybe we were, I was put in this place and I'm not, that my youth needs someone else. But God put you in that position, you know, and saying that maybe somebody else was better for it. God didn't get that wrong. I know I've seen your ministry and I see how the teens love you and you're exactly where you're meant to be. Um, and I think that if anyone else was put in that position, the ministry at St. Anthony's might've been different, you know, whether for good or bad, but it would have been, it wouldn't have been the same. And I feel like the experiences that, that you've, you've catered to for your youth, man, you're a great youth minister. You're an amazing oh. youth minister. Don't sell yourself short. Um, <laughs> You're definitely you're definitely up there. So I mean I look up to you. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just I appreciate that so much and I literally because I'm really short. Because <laughs> when I when I talk to her I have to look up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um no, I appreciate that affirmation so much. It's just the the reality of this is very hard. And like I I sometimes I like I question like am I cut out for like this life? Like, am I strong enough? Like, will I make it through? Because there are days when it feels like a freaking battle yeah. and I'm tired. Like sometimes you're tired of fighting the battle. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. like, and I know, I know those thoughts aren't from God. Like mm-hmm. the, those, those doubts and those fears of, of not being good enough. Like I know that they're not from God, but knowing at, at a head level that they're not from God is one thing, but in I am a heart. very, yeah, I'm a very emotional person to feel that in my heart. It's it's tough. It's tough. And I I wish I could like tie up this little tidbit story and put a bow on it and be like, Oh, but I'm good now, guys. Yo, what's up? Um, no, you're still working on it. Not not working on it, but like it's it's a journey. It's a journey. It's absolutely a journey. And you I know. think that's something to be said about our faith journeys, guys, mm-hmm. is that just because Kevin and I are here on this podcast and like can talk about all these things and meet with these wonderful guests and and share their stories does not mean by any means that we do not struggle with our own, that we do not have our own struggles in days that are just hard days. Yeah. And that it is part of the journey. Like I struggle to to believe that some days. Mm -hmm. Um, I think sometimes that feels cliche to be like, Oh, well that's part of the life's journey. But it's like, no, I know like even in these freaking struggles, God is forming my heart. Yeah. Like I was telling Kevin before this podcast, um, I've been struggling with some, some, some life stuff that I obviously don't want to get into too much detail on the podcast, mm-hmm. 
but I told him, I was like, as hard as it is, like, I'm really trusting in God. And I was like, me a couple of years ago wouldn't have done this, but I believe firmly that God is faithful and that even if it's hard right now, that he has me, like he has me in his arms. And even if I'm going to struggle, even if it's going to hurt, even if it's not what I wanted, not what I expected, yeah. not what I thought that I needed, it's what God wants for me. It's what God needs for me. Mm-hmm. And like believing that on the hard days, as hard as it is, as, as more difficult as it is, it is that much more worth it. And I know my heart is being formed even more. Yeah. I know I'm becoming a better disciple for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm grateful. I'm still, I'm so grateful that God is using me. I'm so grateful that in my brokenness, in my darkness, in the days that I feel like crap guys, like God is using that. Yeah. And best believe he is using you on the days where you feel the same on the days where you feel like you have nothing to live for. You have nothing to give and you are at your wits end. you are empty that God is still using you. Yeah. Believe that like, I'm telling you, I'm telling myself to believe that it's hard guys. I know it's hard. Like you're hearing it from me. It's hard. Like I, we, I think we all know that life is heavy sometimes, but God's still working in that. And I think that's where our faith comes in. Amen. I don't know what I just said, but that was the spirit leading. Yeah, it really was like, we can't, you know, when we're in those dark, dark valleys, we have those hills you know what i mean we it's like that song oh my god i can't get it out of my head the one that we did at quorum deo um i think it's called land like we belong to the land of the, the rising, rising sun, sun. Ooh. and it's just like i can dolo yeah i can dolo we have we we belong to to a god of hope we'd be like a god of resurrection a god of life that is a victory song right there it is if you guys haven't listened to it go check it out that's a great song but yeah thank you for being so vulnerable Ooh. and authentic Literally, guys, I haven't heard any of this until until this moment. So, um, I want to I I thank you guys for listening. I want I want to be real with you. I don't yeah. want to ever put up a front on here. And of course, when we have guests on, obviously we're focusing on their stories, but it's just where Kevin and I are really at right now. So, yeah. speaking of where we're really at, I think it's time for Kevin to share yeah. where he's been at. How have you actually been? No, I I as of recently, I've been I've been doing a lot better. I think throughout these past months that we've started doing the podcast. I know I talked a little bit about my sister, but I think her moving out of the house was really a big impact on me Mm. um, because it made me really just think, rethink, you know, how, how I love in my life. You know what I mean? And and maybe that doesn't make sense, but how, because when, when my sister left, like I, I just, you know, I have seen her every day and having her in the next door room, like it was normal, but when she wasn't there, like it tugged at my heart in a way that I'm like, Whoa, like Mm. I love my sister to that amount, you know? And it just made me start thinking like how we're growing up and, and she's in college and I'm living with my mom and dad still. And, um, even with them, just seeing them every morning, every day and, um, like loving them even more so too. Um, but as of recently, I think my faith life has been, has been really good. Um, as this year comes to an end, I've learned a lot over this past year with 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 different people with t- these different retreats and different um, events that we we've been helping out at, and I think that there are times that I I as of recently that I've I felt how you felt um, of just thinking you know what I'm still it's been ten years in ministry I'm still doing this 
mm. you know and and um i love i love my youth dude i love them so much um but there's also that fear that you know i'm not maybe i'm not adequate enough for them you know maybe because you want the best for them i want the best you know i want they don't deserve anything less mm. and when i see someone else that maybe um is more versed with the catechism or um you know they they can relate to i'm like wow that that person could be a really good youth minister at this parish and these youth love them so much and and they would just build something so much greater um but like i said to you it's just it was just those passing thoughts that maybe it's not passing but like it's those thoughts that that i think we have you know it's um those moments of doubt those moments of of it's our humanness and yeah. like i i mean I, I can affirm you literally in the same way though like because those doubts and those fears like they're not of god like the ministry is the way it is because you are in it because you are the youth minister and like those teens wouldn't know christ in the way that they do if it weren't for god working through you and i'm not going to put that all on you because it's not on you if it was it's on not. you it would have failed yeah but the reason your ministry has grown in the way that it has kev is because you've allowed the spirit to lead and that's what we're called to do like that's all we're called to do to surrender oh yeah to surrender that that full surrender to christ and just be like it's in like use me but it's in your hands like yeah, yeah. and i mean i can see you've inspired me i'm just i'm so grateful for our friendship dude me too like, We've been friends for a while, yeah. but I think ever since we started this podcast, we've gotten we've gotten a lot closer. We've gotten a lot closer. We see each other every week. We see each other every week, yeah. multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how it used to be, like when we were planning a retreat. But now it's like, I feel like we pick up on how the other's doing. Like yeah. we can sense how the other one's like actually doing. And dude, I just like I thank God for you. Oh, like, dude, not to be Same all cliche. Here. No, I really do. I I thank God for our friendship and how far this it's come since starting this this podcast but I, I can't say enough how much how much even though these thoughts come to my head that i i'm very blessed at saint francis and um blessed with amazing youth like just cream of the crop they always tease me because i always say that all the time um but they really are and just it's it's amazing how how much they've they've grown and how much that um how much passion and, and fire they have for our Lord and for our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I had the pleasure of being on a panel at the faith formation conference and we were answering questions about youth ministry. And so all these, um, not old, but older people were asking us, you know, our take on ministry and youth. Um, and I told them like, don't be afraid to learn from the youth as much as they have to learn from you. Dude, one you know? more time for the people in the back. Like, Don't be afraid to learn from the youth as much as they have to learn from you and so i know some catechists out there they're like i know you know i'm older and that's one of the biggest things that people have said like oh you're you're still young you know you're still young you'll you'll know when you're older it's like no because when you say that it kind of it it's it's kind of it's belittling a little bit yeah and so it's it's like why not now you know imagine how much greater they would know if they knew now and so or help them understand and and at the same time like don't be afraid to 
because some of these people there and i don't know what this has to do with what i was saying but some of these people they were saying like you know like we're we're older how do we how do we relate to the youth how do we how do we be effective youth ministers all you have to be and it was along with christina from the diocese as, as well as reuben from saint john's but you have to be personable authentic and um vulnerable Mm. you know as long as you're those three you don't have to be young to be an effective youth minister you just have to be young spirited you know and just empower the youth and don't be afraid to like i said don't be afraid to ask them like learn from them because i learn from my youth every week you know same oh my gosh sometimes they'll say stuff and i'm like whoa like that's amazing i never even thought about that or they'll be like kevin can we do this and they'll come up with ideas i'm like yeah that's a great idea and just learning from them as much as you know they have to learn from you is is a key factor it's a two-way relationship Mm. and so i'm very blessed to have have those youth here at saint francis and um yeah i know some a lot of them listen to this podcast so if you guys are listening i just wanted to know that i love you guys and um yeah you guys inspire me Mm. so that's where i am now i think i think the youth really play a big role in in keeping me grounded and keeping my head level with and um pushing me and motivating me to learn more i want to i want to grow more in order to give more Oof. you know and so do you um, spend truth <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah that's that's where i've been i'm glad we had this conversation i feel like this is those listening i feel like just got into a window of a conversation we would probably actually have yeah literally like maybe we would just get boba or like hang out and yeah we'd and talk this about is this. how we would talk yeah so so we decided for our last podcast to do a portion of this, a Q&A. We posted on our Instagram that you guys could ask us questions, random questions, Jesus questions, personal questions. Uh, we welcome all questions. <laughs> Go, Go all, all questions. questions. <laughs> um, and so we're not going to have a chance to get to all of them. But in our remaining time, we hope to get to some of them. And we just want to we want to talk to you. We want to engage with our audience a little more directly. Um, so we polled you guys to see what questions you wanted us to answer. And so I think the structure, we're going to go back and forth. And Kevin's going to pick the question. Other. He's going to ask me and then I'm going to do the same. And if, if we want to jump in on one. Oh, like, for sure. In our own, for sure. Definitely. Do you want me to ask you first? Oh, let's do it. All right. So very first question, randomly, randomly. Um, so the first question um, that we have for Anna is any advice for high schoolers who feel called to do to go into ministry after graduating i will say we did just talk about that yeah um my i i, I do that's why I, it, I chose it because like because you were just talking about because that. we just talked about it uh, i will say this from a very realistic standpoint my, my first my like my initial thought is to be like it's not what you think it is yeah and i mean that in the most loving way because i know when i was in high school um, I don't know if I talked about this on the first podcast, but I've wanted to be a youth minister since I was in high school. And there were some very rude awakenings when I actually got into it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The joys are absolutely worth every struggle, every thorn that comes along with it. But it isn't for the faint of heart. No, it isn't. It's like if my when I first got onboarded um, at the at the church officially, um, I remember my direct supervisor, his name is Father Jeff. We were driving to get breakfast, and we were driving down the the driveway of our of our church. I remember exactly where it was because it it really impacted me in such a way. And he said, he said, like Kevin, congratulations that you have this position. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm so excited. And he goes, but don't take it lightly, dude. And he goes, the responsibility you have 
Your sole job now is to protect the youth's souls from the devil. You have souls in your care now. And that's nothing to take lightly. And I was like, whoa. And that kind of just made me awaken that it's not just, you know, coming in on weekends or whatever. You have youth group and playing I Love My Neighbor and, and you know, moving around and stuff. Like, it's, it's you're, you're fighting for God, you know? Like, you are protecting these youth from from things that, I don't you know no, no, that's yeah. absolutely right and I think there's a stereotype of what youth ministers are like oh I oof, dude mm. <laughs> I literally heard this from a parishioner one time what? um they're like oh what do you do you, you just play games with the kids right oh <laughs> I like first of all like my heart dropped and it took everything in my being not to be like you think you I just, just play, play games? games with the kids <laughs> do you think that's what I do and, and ca- like, that's kind of a preconceived notion that people have that oh yeah. you're, you're a youth director oh you just play games and you keep them busy it is so much more than that like it you, is what you're saying is exactly right we by the grace of god have been entrusted with young people's souls and like i don't say that lightly and i don't mean it lightly mm-hmm. and also don't say this to scare you away from pursuing ministry if you feel called that is that is of god it's amazing yeah and, and that, Do it. that that's for a reason but know that it's going to be hard and know that there are going to be struggles. So find community you can rely on, find community you can lean on because you cannot fight that battle alone and don't believe that you can fight it alone. And to continue on the flip side, like we don't want to scare you like we were saying, but um, at the flip side, like there are those moments, but there are also moments of great joy. Oh my gosh. There are moments of, which is why we do what we do, which is why we continue. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing. Like (laughs) there's seeing those conversion stories, being them, being there for your youth. Like you're the, as the as a minister, like you're the person that, um, you know, if you're an effective minister, you're the person that they're going to invite to their weddings, to their kids' baptisms, to, you know, it's just it goes a long way. You're not only responsible for the youth entrusted in your care, but also their future youth. You know, mm. like if God, if that's what, where God pulls them to be. So, um, there are moments of great, like you know, of struggle, but there's also those those highlights that like tremendous joy, and they totally overweigh those moments even though it doesn't seem like it in 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 that in that you know in that time in that that self but those those moments when you start to think about that or when you experience it you're like this is what i'm doing it for like this is why i'm called to this yeah there is nothing like seeing another encounter christ for the first time exactly and those are the moments where i'm like i like yes it's freaking hard don't get me wrong but it's like those moments i remember like vividly like certain pivotal moments where i'm like this is why i do what i do and i can do no other yeah. my life my being my character who i am can mm-hmm. do no other than this yeah and so if you're feeling that call answer it answer it pray about it definitely let the spirit lead you to that but um great question great question. Uh, okay i got a question for you Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? Oh, bro, no, you can't. <laughs> just jump from that to like Popeyes or Chick-fil-A. Oh, I'm going to get so much hate. Okay, I want to say Chick-fil-A just because I haven't had the Popeyes chicken sandwich yet. Oh, dude. So okay. I can't, I'm biased you maybe, know, I, maybe, until I try that. Maybe on popular opinion over here, I got to say, because I have tried it. Is it good? Dude. Next it, level? Okay, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it. You can be mad at me. You could at me on Twitter. Is it better? Popeyes over Chick-fil-A. Okay. 
And Chick-fil-A's don't. I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Like, Chick-fil-A is of Jesus. Like, I get it. You <laughs> it's guys, Jesus' sandwich. It's Jesus' meal. But Popeye's is open on Sunday, so after mass, <laughs> go to Popeye's. Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich, it's crispier. It's thicker. The chicken thick <laughs> to cease. Anna's, like, popping off I'm right going now. Off it's ridiculous. for Popeye's, guys. Thick with two C's. And... Thick with two C's. <laughs> Like, Chick-fil-A relies on their sauce. Yes, it is heavenly, I will admit. They rely too heavily on the sauce. Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich can stand alone. Wow. Like the I flavor it. in it alone. I said it. Be mad at me. Come at me. <laughs> you won't. Okay. Th- there we go. So I say Chick-fil-A. I think honest but is he, Popeye's. Yeah. But I haven't tried the Popeye's. So after I try that, maybe we'll in the next season, you in I'll season update two. you. I'll be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um. My next question for you would be, what is your favorite form of prayer? Ooh. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is like a cop-out because it's like an easy one. I think I know what you're going to say. Ooh, wait, guess. I just say you're right no matter what. <laughs> I know. Um, I, if it's the same as mine. Oh. It's probably not. Okay, say no, it. No, no, no. I want you to I want you to say. But mine is praise and worship, like music. Oh. What was yours? It obviously Well, it it's it's a little similar. I was gonna say just I mean, I, again, I don't know if it's like technically a form of prayer, but sitting in the presence of the Eucharist. Like in mm, adoration. Adoration. Like Oh wow. I mean nothing beats See that's the thing, like yes, I can pray on my own in my room and that's that's good. But I mean, sitting with Jesus, like you literally can't beat that. Yeah. Like it is the closest to Christ that we can be here on earth is in the presence of the Eucharist in the presence of, of Christ in adoration. Um, but with, the, with that, like you're saying the praise and worship with it, like it definitely I mean, adds I mean, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like if you could have, cause when you're, when you're singing, you're praying twice. Definitely. And in the presence of Christ, it's, it's no, there's nothing <laughs> like it. Okay. So we actually answered this question earlier, uh, talking about our faith journeys. Uh, but how do you navigate the hills and valleys of faith? What draws you back to him? Wow. And like we talked about the, the hills and valleys. Like look at these before. So. We didn't. That's crazy. Like we, li- I literally talked about the hills and valleys. But I think what draws us back to him time and time again is the great joy. The great oh, amen. joy that we get from Christ that can only come from Christ. Yeah. Because this world cannot satisfy. We can we can try so hard yes. for this world to satisfy us and pursue things that are of this world and that will give us instant pleasure and gratification. But it can't. But it doesn't last. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that does last is Christ. Amen. And so when I'm feeling depleted, like I know I need to come back to the Father. Mm. Um, my lock screen actually says it's by, uh, I should probably look it up, um, Noel the Artist on Instagram. But it says, if we're not hungry for Christ, we're probably too full of ourselves. Mm. And that's what I always like come back to is that if I'm not seeking Christ it's because I'm letting my ego get in the way. Yeah. I'm letting my pride get in the way and I'm focusing on Anna instead of focusing on Christ. I see you. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Let's find another question here. If you could have dinner with any saint living or dead, who would you invite and what would you say to them? So am I supposed to like, if, if a saint's living, am I supposed to pres- presume that I know people who are going to become saints? <laughs> oh, 
Ooh. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I mean, there are. There are. Obviously, living saints. saints, We don't know who they are. Um, Any saint that's canonized. Let me ask you that. Okay. Any saint that's canonized by the Catholic Church in, you know, who would you invite to dinner and what would you talk about? Oh, dude. Okay, this may, like, literally this is out of left field. I, my my first one, my, like, I want to say St. Ignatius because, but mm. I'm not an intellectual. Like, I love Jesuits. Like, I, like, love Jesuits till I die. Like, Santa Clara University, go Broncos. But I know I'm not an intellectual, and I think Homeboy would be a little more intellectual than, I mean, I don't know. But I feel like it's it's it's, it's two, two that come to mind. One is St. Augustine. Oh, because yeah. I'd be like, dude, tell me about like how you went from like this crazy, ridiculous party life, prostitutes, drug, sex and rock and roll to, to sainthood, sainthood yeah. because that 360 is insane to me. Mm. And like to actually speak with him and be like, yo, homeboy, what was that actually like? Yeah. What was your conversion of heart? So that's one. And then the other was the first one I thought of. Um which I didn't think I would think of, but St. Joseph. St. Joseph. I'd be like, yo, for real though, how was it being Jesus's dad, like here on earth? Like how was, because I'd want to ask him about Jesus. I'd want to ask him about how Jesus was. The father of the father. Yeah. Like how was Jesus when he was like seven years old? Yeah. Like I feel like he was probably like a little bit of a troublemaker. Like he, like he got lost. You guys remember that? He literally went off to the temple and Jesus lost his i mean he didn't lose his parents he obviously he was in his father's house we get it <laughs> but <laughs> literally mary and joseph were freaking out yeah because their little homeboy son over there <laughs> went to the temple goes off on his own so yeah what about you what saint would you like Man. to invite for dinner i think my initial reaction or my initial answer would have been um my patron saint which is saint john the baptist um, just because of his humility and Ooh. just getting to know his story. I also want to hear St. Lawrence's story because St. Lawrence is the one that got, I think he was the one that got barbecued and he was like, I'm done. <laughs> like he was so filled with grace that he was like, I'm done on this side, flip me over or something like that. Like his famous words. But I think a modern, a modern saint is um, Mother Teresa. I, don't I will say, I will say this question yeah. is really like, I want to have dinner with all the saints. Yeah. That'd like, be crazy. It's a such banquet. A t- Oh my gosh, to just like hang out with them and and like little mixer with the saints, like have some drinks with them and just be like, dude, tell me about your life. Yeah. So with Mother Teresa, like her work with the missionaries at charity and and just seeing how how she did every little thing with great love um, and learning how to do that. It's just so inspiring. Mm. I'd love to have dinner with Mother Teresa. Amen. Amen. So I think we only have time for a couple more. Yes. Um, I like this one. If we're able to go back in time, what advice would you tell your younger self? Wow. My goodness. If I were to go back in time, what advice would I tell my younger self? I would say, I would say to my younger self, um, I wouldn't reveal anything. I know some people Mm. might reveal like, oh, in the future, look out for this, look out for this. I would just tell my younger self, you know, it's going to be okay. Trust God. Just trust God and just have that a little bit more consolation, um, consolation. Um, just because I knew growing up, I was very, 
I was very just like anxious, like what am I gonna do next? What like what's like doing college, doing this? Am I at the college I want to be at? If I at the job that I want to be at, um, could I be working a tech job right now? This and that. Um, but it's again being being in that present moment and just so yeah, I would tell my younger self like just let go and let God mm. and just it's gonna be okay, you know. What would you say to your younger self? I was I was smiling as you were saying that because in my head I'm like, dang Kevin, we really have become the same person. <laughs> my literally as you were saying that like my first thought process when i asked that question was like i would just tell my younger self like you're gonna be okay kid there you go like you're gonna be okay because my younger self was so like my younger self 99.99999 percent of the time thought the world was falling apart mm. and wasn't sure about the future wasn't sure if it, everything was going to be okay and so again i wouldn't reveal anything but i would just tell my younger self like you're going to make it and just rely on God. Stop trying to think that you can handle this. Stop trying to think that you can carry this all on your own. Like truly give it over to God Yeah. and, and, and surrender it and, and find peace in that. And God will take care of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that you should just l l like leave it all up to God. Of course he wants you to, you know, work for things as well. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just say to my younger self, it'd, it'd be okay. So for this last question, how did you two come up with the idea to create this? So I don't know if we shared this. Actually. I don't think so at all. Wait, I don't this think is people, exciting. Yeah. People don't really know so how this came about. Kev was talking. I've wanted to do a podcast for like a couple of years now. I was going to do it. Um, a non-Catholic podcast, actually. Mm. It was just, I just had felt this desire to do a podcast. It never came to fruition. Um, and then Kev, one time we were planning a retreat and he was talking about, he's like, you guys, like, I, I feel called to start a podcast. And I was over there like, yo, I'll be your first, like, I, like, if you want me, no, I didn't even say that I'll be your first guest. I was like, yo, if you ever want me on, like, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. That's what you said. I'm down to be on that. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I, I told him, I was like, I'd love to come on as a guest. Nice. Is that from your perspective? Yeah. So from my, my, how, on my end, how we came up with this. So she's right. I literally, I think somebody told me, my old youth minister, his name's Julius uh, Bercasio, he I was talking to him and he was like, Kev, like, and I look up to him a lot. He was my youth minister, obviously. I mean, the very first one to bring me into ministry. I, I had a couple after that helped form me. Um, but he was saying, you know, podcasts are the direction to go. You know, like, if, like podcasts are getting bigger. Like, you should start one. I, I listen and I'm like, hmm, interesting. And so ever since then, I think I've been hearing these different things of, of starting podcasts and whatnot. Um, and I couldn't get it out of my head. You know when there's an idea in your head and you're like, man, that'd be so cool to do. That'd be so awesome it's to do. It's all you think about. Yeah, it's all you think about. And I'm like, so I did. And so I kept praying about it and praying about it. But I, my only question was that what, what, what were we going to talk about? Like, what would this be podcast? What would this podcast be based on? Because it can't just be a podcast about whatever. I mean, it could be, I guess. But um, I wanted, I wanted it to reflect how. I lived my life, which was to mm. bring people to Christ. Ooh. And so that's where it was. And I woke up one morning and I was walking to the bathroom and literally from my bedroom to the bathroom, I have an altar like right there. Like there's a statue of Jesus in my house and an altar. And as I was passing the altar and by the time I reached the bathroom, I stopped and I was like, what about a podcast that tells stories, you know, tells people stories. I mean, it's, we could learn from it. We could learn from each other. And at the same time, we would have a lot of content because everyone has different stories. Everyone's on a different journey. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, that's, 
that got ingrained in my mind. And I think I, I told it to a few people. Um, I think Rob and Jenny were one of the first ones to hear like what the idea was. And they're like, yeah, I'd listen to that. And I remember you texting me about names. Yeah. And, we and I, I was literally names. just help. I wasn't part of it. I wasn't part of the podcast. I was like trying to help him come up with names. And yeah, literally we were like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I just kept going back and forth with Anna. Just like, um, I think it was like love and peace or like, <laughs> oh my um, gosh, we could probably find those tags. Yeah. Oh dude, let's just read this conversation. Yeah, please. Um, so we were texting back and forth and um, just, I was, I remember asking Anna a lot about like, what should we name the podcast? Like, what should I name the podcast I wanted to do? And so I was like, he said, need your opinion on podcast names. Called to love question mark anchored question mark and then i asked him i was like is this for sfoa's podcast or making your own and then i told him i like anchored over called to love because i like the shorter titles mm. or maybe anchored in love anchored in love we're thinking about anchored in love so this could be the anchored in love podcast <laughs> um and then he this was the next day you called me yeah thursday and then he said so i'm so serious about starting this podcast dude and I think I know what direction I want to take it. And I was wondering if you would be interested in being the first person to do it with me for the first podcast. And then we're throwing back names again. Yeah. And then we threw back names back and forth. Blessed and shared. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Oh, yikes. <laughs> or blessed are you. Blessed are you. Blessed are they. <laughs> Kingdom minded. <laughs> Ooh. Honestly, that's, that's so sick. Kingdom minded. <laughs> like, wow. Um, let's see. And I'll, I'll get rid of these pauses too, but, but yeah, so, so we've come a long way since those initial conversations, but that's, that's what it came to be. And so we had an, um, I had an idea and just threw out, um, questions. I was very, I was really consult, like cons consulting Anna about it. Uh, and so I asked her to be my first guest. So I don't think we I shared we shared this on the podcast, but so I asked Anna um, to be our first guest, and so we we recorded at SFOA for the very first time. We had like no equipment, no anything. It was literally us and two mics, and we did not know what to do. We and didn't have a podcast board. We didn't have anything. anything. So we we filmed it or we recorded it, and so I played it for like <laughs> I was editing it a little bit, and I was I played it for a few people, and they were like, "You guys, oh wait, no, so." So we recorded it. Um, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. I didn't know how it would be getting into it. Um, but in my mind, I needed a co-host. But I didn't want to openly ask like, oh, you know, I wanted to be very careful and very prudent with everything. And just being <laughs> like, like, because like obviously a chemistry between hosts is like so important, so important to the success of a podcast. And so I'm like, okay, I want to see. I'm like, I, I had Anna in mind just automatically and so we we talked and when we were talking in that first initial one which never aired um because we re we redid it and that's what you hear on the first podcast um the lost episode the lost episode uh yeah we 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 talked about i forgot what we talked about but your faith journey um and i loved our chemistry so much so when we ended that podcast i was like this is it like that's he literally asked me after we recorded that first like one. we we pressed off and i was like so <laughs> yeah and you know what okay so kevin was secretly 
trying to scope out if we had chemistry as co-hosts and in the back of my mind i obviously wasn't gonna say it but in my mind i was like oh, i just wish he would ask me to co-host it with him yeah <laughs> like <laughs> literally <laughs> honestly i think that's such a testament to how it was spirit led because oh, you wanted me to be a co-host but you wanted to see like what the dynamics were first yeah and i wanted to be, be your co-host but i didn't want to impose that yeah, impose yeah. that or pressure you because it was your podcast um it's our podcast now yeah you <laughs> but, guys but yeah no things the spirit really just worked took worked, off took off and um we so we decided we would do it together um and we played the first one that first in lost episode to a few people and they're like you sound so boring you sound so <laughs> bored because i think we were just like yeah we so were too chill we're too chill we're too quiet um and so we redid it and that's what you hear on the first episode so that's how mgd came to be oh my gosh our um, origin story our origin story wow um, we've come a, we've come a long way we've come a long way and can i i just want to say there's no one i'd rather do this with like this is like i can't even imagine this podcast without you so thank you so like Kevin. like you said we were talking about how it was my idea and this and that but no it's 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 our mission now you know it's it's <sighs> we we both own this and it's it's amazing Amen, brother. I oh, I'm so grateful. I am unbelievably grateful because it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't. I know that, like, if I were, I it just wouldn't. It wouldn't work. And, like, the spirit or God orchestrated this for us to come together in this way, and like created this dynamic where we were able to reach people in ways that we wouldn't have been able to do solo. Definitely. And I think we are stronger together we're better together Definitely. um so thank you guys for for submitting all those questions i'm so sorry that we we didn't have time to get to all of them but we starting did, next yeah season. starting next season i think we want to do a segment we screenshotted all of them so we save them um we might do a question a week and just insert that segment and yeah. we want to definitely open up the dialogue dialogue with you guys of as course. listeners and, and and communicate with you guys a little more directly definitely Speaking of vision of the podcast and looking forward to season two, um, we want to clue you in on what you can expect from us in the future. Yeah. So our we're going to kick off, expect um, the first episode of season two to be Ooh, on... drum roll! <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, January 12th. 12th. 2020. 2020. <laughs> yeah, January 12th, um, 2020. And... Yeah, we'll be back on with our first episode, episode. Of, tw of the new decade. Of the new decade. Um, so we're going to take a little break. Uh, during the break, we're going to plan out um, some, some the 12. I, I think we should plan out. We'll plan out the 12 guests that we'll have in season two and our praise and worship Sundays and whatnot. Yes. Amen. Um, amen. I'm excited, guys. I think we want to step things up next season. I think we've learned a lot. Uh, in these episodes mm. and we just pray and hope that we can continue to give you our best and to let the spirit lead and we are so grateful that the spirit has led in the way that it has and i don't know expect expect god to show up mm. that's i think that's all i can say when it comes to the vision is yeah. because it's not ours it's it's it's, a, it's of christ and it's his mission and we're just doing our best to fulfill it Definitely. so if you're wondering what to expect 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 god to show up and thank you guys so much for especially those of you who've been listening since the first episode and all the all of you have, have supported us and come up to us um, and just 
saying that you listen you don't know how much that means like i know some people are very shy about that but please if you if, if you, you see ever us, see us like please say hi please introduce yourself we want to get to know you guys yeah we want to know who we're talking to and so Amen. um and yeah we love you guys thank you so much for all the support and um we hope that you join us again on um sunday january 12th um, maybe season two we'll have we'll have merch uh we're definitely gonna have stickers um and so keep this movement going of modern day disciples and even though we're not putting up any new material please feel free to to listen to these stories again i listened to some um they really are drives. timeless yeah then i i learned something even i learned something and i get something that i didn't hear or notice the first time mm. so um give them a listen i know some of you through the spotify wrap-ups have listened to our podcast multiple times um continue to share it with your friends um your family we'd love to grow this community you know amen i've loved seeing the way this community has grown and people who i haven't met i've met because of this podcast because yeah. they've come up to me and they've shared that they've listened to it so thank you guys thank you for being present with us um we appreciate you guys we definitely appreciate you guys so much and so although parting is such sweet sorrow so for the last time this season um thank you for tuning into our podcast this has been modern day disciples make sure to like and subscribe follow us on instagram at mdd podcast you can also follow us on twitter at mdd pod happy sunday and get your booty to, to church. church bye i'm so sad me too. I don't want to say goodbye. January 12th. Be there. <laughs>